Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, where we discuss meaningful business topics to add value to your efforts. Titus Bartolotta is a certified business coach that's often hired for one-on-one coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagements. Now, here's your host, Titus Bartolotta. This is Solutions from the Huddle, and I am your host, Titus Bartolotta. Man, I am so excited that you are here on the show with us, because you could have been listening to anything in the whole world. If you're here in Charlotte, you could be outside running, playing, skipping. Uh, Maybe you're in California, and you're listening to this show on podcast, and we want to say thank you and welcome to being here. Uh, Listen, Chris Allison normally co-hosts with me, but he has taken the day off, and he didn't even get permission. He just went away. He's out in the sun with his family, loving them, just having a good time. Very irresponsible to just uh, not be here for the show. So I need my help uh, to come from the listeners today. I need you to co-host the show with me. Can you do that? Say yes. And if there's somebody next to you and you're at a red light, scream yes and scare them a little bit if you need to. But you are my co-host today, and we have an exceptional guest that's going to pour into you like never before. So I want you to get pumped and excited. But we start every show the same way, and that is in prayer. Uh, Join us, but please, if you're driving, keep your eyes wide open. Here we go. Lord, we give you glory and honor for all things, and we ask that you bless this show, our guests, our, our sponsors, everyone involved. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. We, amen, we have... Uh, my good friend, Kathleen, no, Katie, I'm calling her Katie because she's my friend, but Katie Noto on the program, and she started a nonprofit that you need to know all about. It's called Attach Families. So we've got Katie on the program. She's originally from New York. Hi, everybody. But she's here in the Carolinas. 15 years now. 15 years. Yes, I, I came and I was... I fell in love immediately. And she sounds like she's from Georgia. She's got a southern draw. (laughs) That's me. I am a southern belle all the way. That's right. I love it. No, so Katie's on the program. I, I messed up the name, though. It's what? Catherine is my Catherine, legal name. But we're going with Katie. Yeah. Well, because no, we're friends. Yeah. We're friends. We're you best friends. Katie. I can understand why you forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Katie is what we're doing. But we're going with Attach Families. We're going to talk about this nonprofit that you started. Before we do that, um, I want you to tell us just a little bit about you, right? Tell us about the journey, where you're from, kind of who made you or what made you who you are today, what some of your professional endeavors were. Get us all the way to this interview, and then we're going to learn all about the nonprofit. Is that okay? That sounds fantastic. Because you're interesting and awesome. I am interesting and awesome. That's right. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Well, I started, like you said, my life uh, in New York. I was born and raised on Long Island. My parents uh, moved from Brooklyn when uh, they were about to have me. So uh, Long Island is my my hometown. Yankees or Mets? Mets. I'll edit that out later. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm from New York as well. I'm a Yankees fan, but we still love each other. Yes, borough, absolutely. Hey, my my, my daddy had to switch to the Yankees when his <laughs> he was devastated when the Brooklyn Dodgers were oh, sold no. yeah. to California, and so yeah. he's he's said down heart always will be a Dodger fan. Yeah. But when he had to start rooting for a New York team, he went Yankees. So. Yeah. He and I would always battle on that. How cool is that? I love it. Yeah, so from New York. From New York, um, I was working for IBM for about a decade. Yeah. uh, When they transitioned a great deal of the office down here 
to uh, the Carolinas to IBM Drive. Yeah. Uh, I was not part of that transition. Uh, I had received a promotion and started working from home, but a lot of my friends were transitioning down here. And I, I came down for a visit and I said, oh my goodness, I think this is where I'm supposed to yeah. live. And that's what I did. I like packed everything. I told IBM, I was like, listen, I can work from anywhere. I'm gonna go work from Charlotte. So I packed everything up and I originally lived up in the university area. Okay. And then I moved right off of 7th Street uh, where it becomes Wendover. Uh, and I was there for, I think seven years. And uh, and I knew it was, a, it was time to finally follow my my dream of fostering and adopting children which i had had since i was a little girl okay so ibm professional executive promotion working from home you come to charlotte uh, which by the way beautiful city right I mean, oh just my goodness exceptional place to live and raise a family and and, and start a business unbelievable yeah it's right? unbelievable like I will have to say obviously anybody that's from new york you're always like a new yorker yeah, in your yeah, heart yeah. like but even when I go to New York and I'm, and I, you know, I'm home and I see all my friends and my family and it's wonderful. I, I can't wait to get back home. Yeah. <laughs> to and here, listen. you know, to the Carolinas, which are, you know, they just, it's just so, it's so different. I don't own a shovel. Yeah. I don't own a, sho a snow shovel. You don't I mean, have to. It, I, I just, I just don't own one. I think it's listen, hysterical. To, to, <laughs> and I've got friends and family in New York. To our New York listeners, we love you. But yeah, this is gorgeous. In fact, I try not to tell people how great Charlotte is and how great North Carolina is. And here's why. Because the only thing that can screw this up is overpopulation. Absolutely. Stop so, coming. So stop you are. coming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna run for governor, and here's my platform. Everyone's welcome to come, but for every one that comes, someone's got to leave. You have my vote then, because I like That's it the just only... the way it is. Yes, it's yes. already starting to get a little bit too crowded. Like exactly. every time I see a new like like new knockdown, and they're putting up more buildings, I'm like, yes. How many yes. buildings do? We if you need? keep putting up places to live, folks are going to keep coming. They keep coming. Knock it off. <laughs> All right, so we're here in Charlotte, but foster care. Uh, was something that you had some experience in, you knew about, you were passionate about, you were just about to tell us about that. Um, actually, it was or, it was more of adoption. Adoption, you know, okay. Every little girl on the playground says, when I get married, I'm going to have two kids, yes. and I'm going to adopt two kids, and go. I'm going to have lots of dogs. Like, And every little girl says that, but when I said it, I, I knew I meant it. Wow. I grew up with uh, adopted members of my family. Okay. Um, but we didn't call them adopted members of my family. Yeah. Like, they, just, they were just my family um, right. never even thought of them any differently and they were Korean like it mm. just there was no difference my cousins were my cousins were my cousins That's it. and so uh, and and we have more than just those two that were adopted several adopted people in my family and I always knew that it just didn't matter like you know family was family and yeah. it could be it could be anyone and so I knew that when I grew up that I wanted to adopt you know it had nothing to do with you know whether or not I could have a, my own child yeah. or you know anything like that I just I knew that there were children in this world that needed a mom and I knew that I could be a mom to anyone like I could love anyone like my Beautiful. own so um I just kept waiting you know like I was in this like really long relationship and and it didn't work out with him and I was waiting I was like you know when I get married when I get married when I get married and then I was like 
what are you waiting for? Yeah. I was sitting there that, you know, watching that um, that show that premieres every year, uh, A Home for the Holidays. Okay. And I watch it every year. You know, I see all the, uh, you know, crying families, you that's know. Right, that's the right. child finally got a place to live. And I was like, I, it ended and like I, you know, hit stop. And I'm like, what are you waiting yeah. for? You, you don't, you don't need another person to do this. Like you are like very self-sufficient. Let's go. Yeah. So let's do it. And so I just picked up the phone that night. I like Googled and like just started like sending out emails and phone calls to like anything I could find. And this woman Lane called me back the, the very next morning um, from Carolina Family Connections. Okay. And she asked me, uh, you know, what I was looking for. And I, I said, you know, I'm looking, you know, how to adopt a child from foster care. And, you know, I know you have to take classes, and I like to do that. And she's like, well, why are you looking just to adopt? Why aren't you looking to foster? And, you know, she's just very matter-of-fact like I am. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, like, tell me more. So she basically convinced me to, you know, to go the foster route. And, you know, if any of those children ever became available for adoption if I felt like adopting them I could but I could you know give love and stability while working on reunification yeah and so I thought about that and I I tried to think about you know if I was if I was capable of that yeah and the more I thought about it I said yeah you know I I am capable of that I am capable of loving and making a child feel safe and also working to reunify them with their family, you know, if their family works the proper plan that the state sets out for them. Uh, So I did. And that's not probably easy. I mean, that's a a mindset and a heart set that it's very specific and intentional. Yes, it is very specific and intentional. And, you know, I I hate when I hear people say like, oh, I couldn't do it because I'd get too attached. Like, you're supposed to get attached. Yeah. Like that's what these kids need. They need yeah, to know right. what like love and safety and 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 you have to get inta- attached. So unfortunately, yeah, your heart has to break a little, but you will always stay with that child. That yeah. that that time that they lived with you, uh, and they saw what it was like to be in this you know family setting in the scariest moment of their life. Mm that somebody was looking out for them anyway is so important. What an others-focused mindset that is to say, you know what, I'm going into this knowing that my heart's going to hurt, but that's okay if that's the payment for their heart to, to heal. Yes. What a beautiful thing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I just, I think it, I think if people looked at it differently rather than, because so many people say, oh, I could never do that. It would just, yeah, it no, would hurt too much. It would hurt too much. I couldn't do that. Yeah. It would hurt too much. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Yeah. But the children are worth it. That's right. Man. Um, okay, so you, you get into this. She, she used the word convince. She told you some stuff. You said, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> um, but you get into this. But tell me how that experience gets you all the way to the point where you decided to start your own 501c3, uh, your own organization called Attach Families, because you didn't want to be by yourself changing the world. You wanted to create a system, a process, an organization with advocacy and all kinds of wonderful things so you could really light a fire on the, on this planet. It, it, that's at least what I read when I was reading yes. details. <laughs> Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna try and cut that all down for you yeah. because it was definitely a process that happened over years. Um, my I was actually blessed uh, with three children to foster as my mm. very first placement. Okay. 
and uh, to the outside world, these kids were smart, beautiful, respectful, charming, adorable. But at home, they raged for hours. Oh, my goodness. Um, my youngest son could go 16 hours straight screaming without ever taking a break. Um, that can really work on a human being. Yeah. <laughs> Nerves and insides. Um, they, you know, they were destructive. They broke everything in the house on wow. purpose. I had a loft in the townhouse. They would throw things at my head in anger from atop the loft. Like they would, they were wow. so angry and traumatized um did the training you went through and help you for that because no my son hummed for three seconds yesterday i, I throat chopped him oh, okay i, I have no go. patience <laughs> i so, love it so, i love you so yeah. much so um, where did you get that discipline and patience no it's it, it's they don't even mention that it's a possibility <laughs> okay. it's a it's i call it uh dss's dirty little secret they okay. don't want people to know about it so they get very mad that i speak about it okay. publicly yeah and they really don't like my nonprofit organization oh, okay. but that's okay with me because families need it yeah so so that 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 was the deal. They broke everything in in anger. They raged. They said the most awful things to me that any person has ever said in my wow. life. And uh, I think if other people ever said it, they might not still be walking this That's earth. Right. Yeah. In case you didn't remember, Katie's from New York City. Um, you know, put some cement shoes on some people over there. Yeah. Hey, yo, hey. So it went like that for years. Okay. Straight. Um, you know, friends and family started to like, like you're not yourself anymore. And, and in my head, I'm like, you be yourself when a kid's just been raging for four straight days. And, yeah. you know, it's just, it's, it's grating. Um, and I think that the worst part was that everyone, all the social workers just kept telling me that, oh, it's normal. They're just testing you. They just want to see if you'll get rid of them. Mm. Oh, once you sign the adoption papers, all the behaviors are going to go away. So I was like, oh, cool. So I signed the adoption papers, and that night an ice bucket got thrown at my head. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. So uh, I once they were legally mine, I took them to my own uh, psychotherapist uh, to have a full, uh, you know, psych analyzation. Like, psych, is that yeah, the you, word? You, yeah, you, you have them uh, properly like, yeah, looked like at. A full, like a full analyzation yeah. to understand what they have. And that was the first time I heard the word RAD, which stands for Reactive Attachment Disorder um, and Developmental Trauma Disorder, uh, which means that their brains actually didn't develop properly due to the trauma, abuse, and neglect that they suffered mm. f up until the age of three. Oh, wow. So it, was, like, they, it wasn't really them. These behaviors were due to the fact that their brains didn't develop properly. And so they needed special parenting special like completely like outside of the norm kind of parenting yeah um like where there's almost like no consequences but natural consequences there's no engagement during a rage you stay very very calm like always like you know and i'm not gonna lie like back in the beginning when they were first placed with me and like, to, like i'm an italian from new york yeah. i was yelling i yeah, was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go to your room. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. like, just like I was a normal parent. Yeah. And, uh, yes, human. <laughs> yeah, you were a living, breathing, normal I was, person. I was human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, 
I've after years of talk therapy and hospitalizations, things just got increasingly worse. And so that's, you know, as I'm doing research and research and research and I'm finding out, well, this is the way you're supposed to parent them and this is the things you're supposed to do. And, oh, they actually, talk therapy actually makes things worse for children with developmental trauma, reactive attachment disorder. They really need, you know, attachment therapy and neurofeedback and biofeedback. Of course, none of these things are covered by insurance. Of course not. Um, And they're all very expensive. And so I felt very isolated and alone because no one in my life could understand what I was experiencing. Mm. So you, a lot of things like that you say that you like, like that would just make you feel like, oh, I can't take one more second of this. You'd get a lot of, oh, all boys do that. Or yeah. all, all kids do that. Oh. And you're like, no, you don't understand what the extreme is inside yeah. my house. Meanwhile, they're seeing perfectly respectful, well-behaved, charming children. Yeah. Because that's what this disorder is. Like on the outside where they, with these people that they like literally don't necessarily feel safe with, they stay perfect. As kind of a defense mechanism. Right. And at home with me, who they felt safe with, they let it all out. Wow. And go ahead. Man, we're going to take just a quick break. And on the other side of this break, we're going to learn more about uh, the next chapter and the next episode and what, what, how you took that information and put it into action, right? How you implemented and what you're doing to help families. Stay with us. You're listening to Solutions from the Huddle right here on ESPN Charlotte. Hey, this is Titus Bartolotta from Collaborative Solutions Group. Yeah, I'm an author. I'm a busy uh, business professional. I own multiple companies. But the truth is, I'm a father, I'm a husband, and I am in my home all the time. I wanted to take just a quick minute and share with the whole world uh, that my good friend, Danny Castillo of Quality Air of the Carolinas, has done some amazing things in our home. They've helped to make our air quality far more clean, healthy, and pure. I recommend everybody take a moment to reach out to their company and find out how you can improve the quality of air in your home too. Looking for a fun team building event that helps to reduce stress and get everyone on the same page? Consider booking Mobile Smash Rooms for your next corporate event. Imagine a space that is designed for you to swing a tool of your choice and smash your stress away while being fully entertained. Learn more by calling 980-999-4119 or visiting mobilesmashrooms.com and say goodbye to stress. That's mobilesmashrooms.com. Need an oil change quick? Visit Speedy. They'll change your oil and filter, top off your fluids, air up your tires, and get you on your way. Get your vehicle serviced by people who care with locations at 4752 South Boulevard in Charlotte and 1484 Azell Boulevard in Spartanburg. Speedy oil change and auto service for all your vehicle needs. All right, and we're back. Thank you so much to each and every one of our sponsors. Without you, we couldn't do this. Uh, Well, we could do it, but nobody would know about it, right? We would just be sitting out in the middle of the field. No one would hear. There'd be no microphones. So thank you so much to every one of our sponsors for helping make this show possible. We are talking with my good friend, Katie Noto, right? She's on the program, and she's telling us about her experience with foster care and adoption and the things that she learned along the way and some disorders that she learned about through the process and how she ultimately took that experience and created a a 501c3, a, a nonprofit called Attach Families. And so we were just listening. Could you tell us, we've got about seven, eight minutes left in the show. Would you tell us 
how you took this experience where these kids had these defense mechanisms that had them be what you said was perfect, respectable people around the folks that they weren't uh, necessarily connected with and felt safe. But then when they were around just you and they did feel safe, they, they kind of let loose. And it was because of this trauma and this disorder. What, it had, what did you learn from that? How did you put it into practice with attached families? Well, basically what happens and what I, I saw happening with me is that I began to feel more isolated and alone. We stopped going to events. We stopped Ooh, going okay. out. I, the, the judgment and, you know, you know, the comments were becoming too much because people just didn't understand. And so the more and more I thought about it, I said, you know, I know there's got to be other people out there that are feeling isolated and alone mm. and like failures. You know, because for so long I felt like a failure. Mom shame, guilt was overwhelming me. Like, yeah. what was I doing wrong? Sure. You know, before I found out what was really going on. And so I decided that I needed to reach as many families out there as possible that might be going through the same thing so they would know they weren't alone. Wow. So I started with just like a simple support group on Facebook. Like I created okay. a support group uh, and then I and then I created a page. So I, I invested a lot of my, you know, personal money into like uh, promotions and advertisements because I wanted to reach people so that they 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 would know that hey this is this is what I'm experiencing too there there are others out there you're not alone uh, and and in one and a half years we 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 grew to like almost five thousand members wow. like showing how 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 severe the need was wow. um, and and it's weird because I I say all the time to my to my families I call them my families I say all the time to my families like attached families doesn't belong to me it's all of ours you That's know right. we all lean on each other don't there's zero judgment in inside our support group and you know you can say whatever you want and there's no shame there's no blame there's just love and love. support wow love and support is and that page still active today yes what's the what's the name somebody's on it's, facebook and they're it's, searching it's attached families you wow can, that's okay it's just so attached you made, families. You made it simple all social Trust. media we are on twitter facebook uh Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, everything yeah. is just attach families. You can find us all over. And I'm Katie Rose online, so yeah. I'm I'm available to everybody. I do a 24 hour crisis line for families wow. who are feeling that like those moments where you're just crying at night and you're What's all by that yourself. Five one six five two four three two six three. I love it. And uh, and so is the website just as simple? Attachfamilies.org. Can I, can I just say thank you for making it easy? We get people on here that have the weirdest URLs and .coms, and I just go, it has nothing to do with your business. So yes. attachfamilies.com is the website. Uh, you can hit rewind and hear that phone number for a 24-7 crisis hotline. Absolutely. If you feel like you're alone, you're not alone. How can someone support the organization? I understand how they can get support from the organization. Click the donate button. There you go. That's right. <laughs> Come Definitely. On Number one is obviously we always need funds um, because right now I am self-funded. We're looking for grant money and things sure. like that. We're looking for investors. Of course, uh, you know, all of this started with with me just wanting to reach families. But as that's that's continued and we grew so quickly, I had to add more and more programs to help my family. So we, you know, I bought a HIPAA compliant Zoom account so we can do live 
um, Zoom support groups so people can see each other. So we do that four or five times a week. But I'll mm. also, like, if someone's, like, really struggling, is like, can anybody get on a Zoom support right now? Like, people will all just jump on to, to support wow. that one person. Uh, we So, you know, there are just so many different programs that I've initiated to help families more. And we're, and we're a whole family um, support. So as, as w well as giving the parents support, we're working on getting uh, biofeedback programs for our families in their homes that attached families would be able to pay for because our families can't afford it right now. And this would actually help heal the children's brains. Yeah. And it's called the Mightier and it's proven to reduce uh, rages by 62%. Wow. Oppositional defiance by 40%. Wow. And overall parental stress by 19%. So we're looking to be able to pay for that for all our families. What, to help what's their some children. of the expenses? What's some, some of these treatments cost? These are probably uh, not cheap treatments. Oh, none of them are cheap. So, so neurofeedback, they expect you to go two to three times a week at $100 a session. Oh, my goodness. And so I had two, I have two children with yeah. reactive attachment disorder. So I was paying four to $600 a week for about a year unemployed mm. um so <laughs> yeah. you know it you know their medical costs eat through uh your savings quite and, and these aren't things that are covered by no traditional insurances no and they're not also not covered by medicaid which is what 100 percent of children from foster care that are adopted or in foster care have so really for the listeners out there if you need the support uh, this is a great place but also if you feel inclined to support and donate there's an opportunity at attachfamilies.com but maybe even if you're in the health industry if you're a health professional if you're in the insurance world if you have connections or you know people that know people that know people that are relevant to what katie's talking about so that maybe we can change some of these regulations amazing. that would be amazing so and the the email that they would send like let's say there's a listener katie that goes i want to support but I also, maybe I'm an insurance professional and we have a special something. And if we can connect, I can change lives. How do they, what's the email? Where would they get in touch with You're you? You're going to love this, Titus. Give it to me. Katie.attachfamilies at gmail.com. I mean, it's just, she's making it easy, folks. So give it to them one more time because we're laughing and having a good time. But the email is what? Katie, K-A-T-I-E dot attachfamilies at gmail.com. So with our last minute, I want you uh, to just tell people what it would do to a child and a family if they donated or if they supported. What, what's the impact? The impact is actually keeping families together because these behaviors are so severe that m many of these children have to go to out-of-home placements. And sometimes when you can't get the out-of-home placement because there is such a shortage of beds in this country, uh, and sometimes the behaviors are so severe that families have to actually make the decision for the safety of the other people in the home to disrupt the adoption overall. So if we were able to get these families the proper treatment for their children, we could actually keep families together mm. and less children in the system. And I just wanted to say one more thing, Titus, and I'm sorry, I know we're running short, but if you can't donate and you can't, help change the law sharing what we post to spread awareness would be a huge help as well so if all you have is the ability to go on social media and click share from anything that attached families post you're helping us bring awareness even if it's just finding one more family that feels alone
I love that. And listen, Katie is so much nicer than I am. I'm not going to let y'all off the hook that easy. Uh, you got a dollar. Go find it. Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, this woman has got a passion. She has got the experience. And if you don't stand with her and support her, uh, you're missing out on an opportunity to be the best version of yourself. So go find your dollar. Go find. They'll take your dollar. They'll take your five dollars. They'll take your ten dollars. Yes, they'll take. We will. <laughs> they'll take. They'll take your fifty thousand dollars because this is something serious. And if the group can get to five thousand members, then this is not something small. And it's not that there's uh, two or three cases of this. This is something going on nationally. And I encourage you to do your research, look into it, find out the information on their website at attachfamilies.com and support. Reach out to the people you know in the health industry. Reach out to the folks you know that are legislators and reach into your pocket and help make a difference and stand with Katie. Can you do that for me? I love it. And if you're ne- if you're at a red light, I want you to yell yes as loud as you can and scare the car next to you. I love it. Hey, listen, Katie, thanks for being here. We appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Yeah, absolutely. You've been listening to Solutions from the Huddle right here on ESPN Charlotte. We'll see you next time. If you're looking to grow your leadership ability, don't miss the Leadership Mastery Summit in Charlotte. Leaders of small to large-sized companies, this program has been designed for you. The Leadership Mastery Summit will feature a full day of motivational speakers, including CSG founder and leadership coach Titus Bartolotta, best-selling author Michael J. Mayer, and Ironman world champion Jason Fowler. The Leadership Mastery Summit is set for March 20th. Early bird tickets are available now through January 20th. Visit team-csg.com to learn more and secure your seat. Hey guys, Titus Bartolotta here, your host for Solutions from the Huddle. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in today. And if you want to stay involved and engaged in the show, be sure to check out all major podcast channels by searching for Solutions from the Huddle. Thanks again for your support. We hope you come back.